Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, everybody. This is Be Easy from Motivational Moment, and I just want to take a quick opportunity to let you know all about Anchor and how it can give you the opportunity to make the podcast that you want to make. Number one, it's free. Two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You also can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Good evening, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of Motivational Moment. I'm your host, Steve Easy. Uh, 7.39, my time here in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Hopefully your evening's going smooth. Hopefully your day has been amazing. It's been a blessed one. And I know I'm looking forward to the weekend, so I know for a fact a lot of you are as well. I know I usually start off with talking about a certain topic, whatever the case may be. But I begin a lot of as messages about how and why am I so motivational how how do I find basic things to talk about and you know where where does it all stem from and to be honest I wasn't always this way I wasn't always positive or be happy uh, motivational trying to push other people I used to be really, really, really mean, a bit of an asshole, a dickhead, and really didn't care about anything or anybody at all. So I got a message basically, somebody wanted to know about me. So I guess who it is, I'm going to break down a little bit of myself. I guess my backstory and the stuff I've been through, where I came from, uh, is a bit of my journey. So I was raised in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, My mother's name is Judy Lopez. My father's name is Meshack Davis Jr. Uh, They weren't together most of the time when I was younger. They separated when I was about three. Maybe two or three, I don't recall. And I basically grew up with my mom and my stepfather. I didn't call my stepfather dad, I called him by his first name. And from about maybe three or four to the time I was ten, no, the time I was nine, I lived with my mom, my stepdad, and my little sister. Basically, my stepfather was my little sister's father. Very quiet, very shy. I went through a lot of things as far as, you know, dealing with certain issues for me being beat and everything of that nature. But I was a good kid for the most part. You know, I did stuff that regular kids do. You know, I never really got in trouble because I was scared of the after effect. You know, I went to school and, you know, I was always the pretty boy in the neighborhood, so I got picked on a lot when I was younger. And the only thing that brought me peace was basketball. And I've always, 
I've always been a shooter. Like, I was never the, the kid dribbling in and trying to do everything else. I was always a shooter. Launching the The three-point line. So when I could pick up the ball. Okay. Not even when I could pick up the ball. When I was able to, when I had the strength to shoot a ball. That's when I started. Just swinging from everywhere. Again, you know, growing up with two adults that have certain issues and things that make you learn to cope and you learn to make do, you know, we didn't really have a lot of money you know, growing up. Because when I was with my mom and my stepdad, we didn't have a lot of money. But my mom would always go above and beyond out of her way to try to make sure Christmas and birthdays and things that nature that, you know, we had something, even if she had to make it herself. My mom was mixed, basically of uh, Latin descent, basically uh, Cuban. Um, my father was a mix as well. My father was mixed of Portuguese, African-American. And he was just, you know, my dad, my birth father was like my dude, like my wife. And so was my mother. So with me growing and growing and growing and getting bigger, my mother couldn't take care of me no more. Like I needed to, so I went to go live with my father. I basically moved from a neighborhood called Rogers Park to a neighborhood called Uptown, which was totally different. And I moved to a situation where it was like reverse. Instead of my mom and stepdad, it was my father and my stepmother. Along with my older sister and my stepbrother. You know, we moved. Uh, well, I moved to a neighborhood called Uptown, and that's when everything just came full circle. Uh, the difference was night and day. I had everything in the world. You know, all the clothes a young kid could have, the toys, video games, everything was crazy. Uh, that's when I really, moving to Uptown is when I really, really started taking basketball seriously. You know, I was that, I was that kid in the hood that could shoot. And when I say shoot, I mean I had a chopper. Like, I still have a chopper to this day. Don't get it twisted. Uh, but it was just an eye-opening to me. Again, I'm still shy, still, you know, right behind the ears. I thought everybody was my friend, this, that, and the third. But I've always, I always showed people respect. You know, I never really bothered anybody, picked on anybody. I just stayed in my own lane. Started growing, growing. I grew to about, I want to say, six foot, six foot, six one, going into my eighth grade year. And it was, it was crazy, like the difference. Um, won two city championships after that. You know, my middle school that I went to. And we were like, we were like them boys. Like we were those dudes in the neighborhood. Everybody knew who we were. And we were putting in work for real. Uh, everything was peachy. Everything was peachy, you know. Just getting out with my dad. I was doing my thing. I was ranked. You know, statewide and nationally, and it was awesome. Like, I love that feeling. Uh, you know, I would, I would see my mom every other day, like, after practice or like things of that nature. I'll link up with her, then I go back home. Me and my mom, I would spend time together. We'd do, you know, go for some food, or uh, I made it to my grandmother's house too late to leave me some money with a note. And it always kept my students up. Going into high school, I went in with a reputation, you know, um, as being one of the top prospects in the city of Chicago and the state, which was awesome as well. 
the high school I went to, I really didn't want to go to. You know, but again, the people in my ear and the people talking to me and, you know, me thinking to my teammates were going to come there with me. It didn't turn out like that. Basically ended up going in high school, you know, playing JV. I think I played like three or four games for JV. And I'll never forget the day. Uh, get ready for practice. The JV coach came in and, and basically his name was school at the time. You know, he was like, you know, what you doing? I'm gonna get ready for practice. He was like, no, you go upstairs with varsity. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, me? And it's funny the dudes you grow up with, because there's always that one person that hates on you. It should never be like that. We from the same hood, we from the same basketball teams and things of that nature. Like, yo, so always big up to anybody, man. If you're doing your thing, don't never talk down to nobody. Like, don't be a hater. Like, it's bad, it's not a good look. So I went on to play varsity as a freshman in high school. Big deal, very big deal to me and the people I want to school. AAU circuit was awesome too, still was playing my role. You know, things of that nature. The season turned out good for me. Going into AAV, still making buzz. You know, going to my sophomore year. You know, it was it was an it was an amazing journey going to my sophomore year. You know, but the universe had something else planned for me. And sophomore year, I did my thing again as usual, moving up, constantly moving up, constantly doing what I need to do, and just put in work. You know, still. Basically living, living a great life. I had, had a great life. I have a great life. You know, my father was there for me through thick and thin. Never saw me play a game, and we used to bump heads about it a lot, but I had to understand that, you know, to live the life that I was living, you know, my dad had to sacrifice that. But he always saw what I was doing in the back of the newspaper. You know, Chicago sometimes always had the school games in the back, the scores, the players who stood out, and things of that nature. And I, was, I was always in the back of the paper, always which is dope to me. Because you know, I come from this skinny, lanky, light-skinned boy, green eyes and long hair, to doing something, you know, that's, that's recognized. I had the world on my hand going into my junior year. But as safe to have it, lost my mother. And I lost my dad about two months after that. That's when reality hit me, and that's when I basically was getting to a point where I was seeing how phony people were and how fake people were. But, you know, that's, uh, that's a whole different monster within itself. Because I wouldn't wish that on my, on my worst enemy. I wouldn't wish that on man, nobody. So you can lose your mom and you lose your dad and then... How people talk about you and people who thought were your friends, not really your friends, and they turn their backs on you. And, you know, I was, I was lost. I was getting in trouble. I was stealing from people. I was stealing from the few people who actually cared about me. You know, just doing dumb shit, fighting, dealing with chicken heads, and you know, just keeping it real. Um, it was a lot to take in. I was homeless after that. And again, I just saw how funny people could be. But this is going to be like more like a three-part segment. Uh, that's the first part right there, what I just said, you know. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so motivated. I'm so positive. I'm so upbeat 
to this day because I know what I've overcame, I know what I've been through, and I know that if I can do it, you can do it too. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, just know that it's gonna pass. And just know that no matter what you're dealing with, always remember that there's somebody else dealing with something way worse. Every morning you wake up, that you can do for yourself. Every morning you can wake up and your body is working as one, your mind is working as one. Just know that you have a chance to do something great, do something incredible. Even if, even if it doesn't happen within that day, if it doesn't happen within that moment, that week, that month, that year, set the foundation for it, plant the seeds so whatever you want to happen can grow and flourish. Whatever it is that you're trying to grow, make sure you water it, make sure you give it the, make sure you give it the food that it needs, make sure you give it the light that it needs, and watch it grow. It could be a career, it could be, you know, a lot of dudes I know now, they're trying to play pro ball overseas, they're trying to get into college, and, you know, there's some hurdles that they're where, yo, just, you know, I send this out to anybody and everyone who's doing something that they want to do now, and it may seem hard, it may seem undo undoable, but just know that you can do it, just know that, again, every day that you wake up, that you are blessed, that your whole body is working in unison, you can do what it is that needs to be done, put in the work, take care of business, and just keep going out there and pushing yourself to be great and be incredible, that's what you need to do. It's not going to be given to you. You know, my father used to always tell me all the time, anything worth having isn't easy, isn't easy to obtain. If something is super easy to get, it's either cash behind it or it's not worth shit. So just, again, just remember, do what it is that you need to do, do what it is that you want to do, and make it happen. Go through the hurdles, go through the work, go through the roadblocks, and just take care of business. And even with me to this day right now, I love my life. You know, I love the things that I've done from, you know, getting into college, from being homeless to getting into college, to, you know, graduating school, to playing overseas. You know, I enjoy it because I got a chance to do something that a lot of people haven't done. You know, and I made a decent living from it. <laughs> you know, I'm a father now, so I don't have cake no more. Like, I used to have cake. Now I have, like, some crumpets or, like, or, like some pie. You know, I got babies, you know, so they need certain things, right? And, you know, I got three of them. But I wouldn't change it for the world. I love my life. So that's what I'm hoping I can reach you all on this medium. I hope for a fact that I can reach somebody somewhere, somehow, who may need a push, may need some words of confidence and just just need something, just need to hear something as far as what I went through from having people spread rumors about me, turn that back on me, take nasty stuff about me. But, but then when they see you, it's something totally different. You know, and that feeling is the best feeling in the world. You know, I can't even think, I've seen some people where I was like, I should really break your face right now, but it's the past, and I'm not holding no grudges because I'm in a better place than you are right now. Um, man, I just had a big meal, so I'm mad tired right now. I'm a little bit sleepy, but it's almost 8 o'clock p.m. I know a lot of you all probably tired right now, resting up. Again, thank you so much for tuning in with me. Tomorrow, I'm going to break down part two, and we're going to go from there. So finish up the evening strong, get your rest, get your hydration on, get your food in your system, uh, relax your mind. 
gonna get ready for tomorrow. And then after tomorrow, you know, it's Friday, so we, 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 we good. We go get some drink after work, you know, go hang with the homegirls, the homeboys, whatever the case may be. And just enjoy life, you know, enjoy your night. And again, just even if you don't do anything tomorrow, but chill, just make sure you just make sure you go hard and chill, if that makes sense. And get ready for the weekend. And just enjoy yourself, man. Embrace your family, embrace your loved ones, embrace yourself, and just love yourself. And continue to be that person that people can lean on or you know seek advice. You can lend an ear to, and just keep going. You know, you only have one life, so why not make it worth it? You understand that you're a diamond. Polish yourself up and sound like one. Uh, before I end, I just want to give a shout out to Anchor, which is what I've been using. Uh, Anchor is basically it's a podcast app that's available on Google Play and the Apple Store. It puts the power of your podcast in your hands. It allows you to create something uh, great. It allows you to basically put your podcast on different platforms. It allows you to reach out to you know, different genres of, uh, of people. And it's as simple as downloading the app. Again, the app is called Anchor. It teaches you how to you know, be in control of your own podcast. It gives you hints, it gives you pointers, and it also allows you to branch out and let your voice be heard on numerous platforms. So what you waiting for? Go ahead, download it today, and let your voice be heard. Again, good evening. It's your boy, Be Easy. Have a great one. It's been a pleasure talking to you all. Peace.